Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep if we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do, or all you can could do if you choose, so choose to, uh, is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, physical, uh, something physical that's keeping you awake, uh, something that's on your mind, something you're experiencing emotionally, uh, changes in routine or weather, travel, work, uh, life, you know, life stuff, any of that life stuff. Even if you had one too many, like life, I think there's a drink called life water. And you might have had a couple of those. You said, well, I'm going to listen to the podcast for about 40 minutes and then, you, you know, then you de-life water and then go get back in bed. You know, that could be a reason. I'll be here. I'll be here for an hour. Uh, or you woke up in the middle of the night. You said, well, man, one too many life waters or tea. That, that happened. That's happened to me. And I say, uh, okay, no more tea at bedtime. Because uh, T equals the letter P. Uh, they rhyme for a reason. And not just in the music, man. In the bedtime beds, too. Capital T or small minor case T, whatever you call it. It rhymes with P. And that stands for pool. Uh, but not like, like, uh, like, like, you know what I mean. Don't pee in the pool either. By the way, this is, it's not summertime yet, but don't pee in the pool. That has nothing to do with anything. Oh, I was trying to say, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And I'm going to try to make you feel welcome. I don't know if I did that. Because if you pee, you say, well, Scoots, it feels like, okay, well, if you want to pee in the pool, uh, you probably, the odds of me being in a pool with you are low. You, like, uh, I can relate. I, I acknowledge both sides of the, the pool peeing issue. I got to move on from it, even though my brain is caught up in it. Uh, I'm gonna try. I guess I like. I didn't mean to get into a issue issue based. That's uh, as that's as is this as big an issue as will come up on this podcast ideally. So I'm trying to figure out change the subject. My brain just says keep talking about it. I, no, 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 no. It's time for sleep with me. Not time to talk about pool issues. Yeah, because then we could get into the towel, like, uh, what do you do, like, the towels and stuff. So let's see, like, uh, flip-flops or no flip-flops, what do you call them? Some people call them thongs, some people call them flip-flops. But I'm going to try to create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. No running, that's another thing. I don't know what's going on with my brain. It's in summer mode. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across. I'm just going to try to, uh, I'll try, don't worry, brain. I'll re-engage you in a few minutes. Let me get to the new listeners for first before we talk. We'll try to make a metaphor about pools. And uh, so I'm going to send my voice across a deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, brain calming, uh, emotional soothing. That's that, that was the name, I think, of one of my bands I never made. They say, wasn't it, it was an emotional healing? No, no. And it wasn't the other kind of healing. I don't have any experience in that either. No, it's called emotional soothing. And what kind of music was it? Muzak like music, but then they told us they, that was their brand. And uh, like uh, it was just mostly me humming, actually. 
It's called emotional soothing because it soothes me emotionally when I hum. And I thought I'd put out, you know, I thought I'd go on tour. But then I realized how, oh, let me get to the new listeners. It went off to tangents. There's a lot of tangents in this podcast. Uh, but in an attempt to emotionally soothe. So if you're new, let me get to that. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. First four minutes or so are business. That's how we keep the show on all the archives free. Are the sponsors uh, at the beginning of the show and between the intro and the story. Uh, so thank you for listening to that part and thank you for supporting the show. So that's it. that's the, the 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 how we could keep 650 plus shows. Uh, pretty cool. You get you can pick and choose. Uh, then there's an intro. We're about six seven minutes into it. The intros are about 12 to 14 minutes of me rambling, in a familiar way. Uh, some people fall asleep during the intros, and some people get ready for bed during the intros. A lot of different ways to use the show. Uh, but the intros are a part of the podcast, a show within a show. Not very showy, uh, unless you count going off topic and forgetting, oh, pools, what was it with the second topic? Uh, emotional soothing. Uh, and then I usually try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is. This during the intro. Uh, then it, we have a story, which is about 45 minutes uh, of, uh, like, a bedtime story. Like, tonight, I, I don't know what the story will be yet. Uh, it's coming up. It should be good and lulling and soothing, ideally. And then we'll have some thank yous and stuff. So the show is about an hour. I'll be here about an hour. If you're new, you're under no pressure to listen, no pressure to like the podcast, actually, and no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, just see what happens. That's what I say. Like, uh, come check it out. Uh, like a pool, you say, hey, test the water, see how see how it suits you. And in some sense, like a pool, you never know. I mean, at least with me, my daughter is at the age where, like, anytime we stay anywhere with the pool, she wants to go use the pool. And they said, well, how about I just take a nap? And why don't you take a nap uh, instead of going to that pool? They think it's like 54 degrees outside. Oh, don't worry. The pool will be heated. Well, it will be heated everywhere. And then you get to the pool. And sometimes, you're for, at least for me, I say, oh, boy, I'm not getting it. She said, come on, let's get in. Let's play a little, uh, like, uh, you know, ch chase or whatever. And I said, it's, it's, it's not my temperature. And she said, well, you didn't even test the water. I said, okay, you got me. Okay, there's my toe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's my temperature. But then if I test the water, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I say, okay, it's going to take some getting used to. That would be this podcast probably. Uh, but there's other times I get in there and I say, oh, boy, it's delightful. This is the perfect temperature. And I say, what was I resisting? And I get in there, and then I'm saying, oh, boy, this is great. Uh, and, you know, you swim around, you go under. I, I do like to go. Here's my favorite thing. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything else. But if you're into, into getting into pools, uh, I like to sit on the bottom of the pool. I don't know if anybody else is into that, but I find it very relaxing. What you do is you just, ex, you know, exhale, keep, you know, close your mouth or whatever. And then you just sit on the bottom for a little while. And, you, you know, you can choose. You could sit like a like a guru would sit. That can be fun. You could cross one leg and pretend you're having tea. That's another one if anybody's watching. You know, then you get that performance aspect, too. 
Yeah, but sometimes you just sit down. They just say, well, wherever my butt lands, I'll just do that, and I'll sit down here. I don't know. I, I do find it. I do. They say, they say what do you, Scoots, what do you do to relax? I sit on the bottom of a pool for however long, you know, two minutes, three minutes, uh, one, 30 seconds. Yeah, that's my, they say, what, Scoots, what's your jazz? What do, they don't say, what's your jazz? They say, what's your cup of tea? But what, there's another word for it. Like, uh, it's not your swerve. Uh, getting your swerve on is something different. Uh, you know what I say? Oh, what's your jam? I, I was just listening to a podcast. I, I, like, I volunteer and teach podcasting on Mondays. And they think someone said, what's your jam? And they said, well, sitting on the bottom of a pool. Is that like sitting on a dock of a bay? I bet you it actually isn't that much different now, but you're just underwater, a little bit quieter down there, and I find it relaxing. And like, if I could, like, I don't think I found a way. It would be too much work to do it, like, for a long time. So I just say, well, when I need air, go back up. And I guess it's with this podcast, what I'm shooting for is, is, uh, Whatever that experience is for you, for you, you, you may be scratching your head. You're in bed. You're scratching your head. You say, "Really? That's that's one of your real ho- that is a real hobby." If I get in the water, that's the first thing I'm thinking. Okay, when am I going to be sitting down? And, and I do it in lakes too, not just pools. And I am an eye open. I keep my eyes open. So that, like, usually I try to bring some eye drops. Uh, where was I? Oh, so yeah, the, like I'm hoping to create a rela- that relaxes me, and I don't know what relaxes you, but I'm gonna try to take your mind off of whatever isn't relaxing you, because it's bedtime, and I really believe you deserve a good night's sleep. So I'll be here to distract you, and maybe you'll be like the other pool patrons and looking quizzically at a man drinking tea at the bottom of the pool. That that's a way to distract you. you say okay. I'm wondering why that gentleman's down there sipping, pretending to sip tea. Oh, now he's constructing, not constructing, conducting an orchestra. And you're not thinking about all those kids that are making so much friggin' noise while you're trying to relax. You're kind of relaxed because you're kind of distracted. Is is that what he's doing? Is he constructing it? Oh, now I think he's debating. He's giving a speech or debating. He's sitting on the bottom of the pool and he's maybe he's miming. Uh, interesting. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen anybody do any miming routines at the bottom of a pool before, but uh, he seems very real. He has a placid look on his face. Uh, oh, now he's coming up in some air. And now he's backstroke. This would be if someone, talk about a boring podcast, to be someone doing my day at the pool. Well, backstroke. Uh, technically, it's not a backstroke. Back floats. So that's kind of the podcast by a nut in a nutshell. That's what I always say occasionally is uh, to keep you company, uh, to be your boyfriend, your companion in the deep dark night, to walk at your side, uh, telling you a rambling story while you drift off into dreamland. If you're new, give it a few tries. That's what most listeners say. Uh, They say it took a few tries before it... uh, I realized it was just a strange man at the bottom of a pool pretending to have a tea party. And then I realized, huh, it's not that bad. Watch it. They say, well, relaxes me. Watch it. Strangest thing. Maybe I could do do that for a living. They say, if the podcast doesn't work out, they say, what are you? 
what do you do now? What happened to that podcast? Uh, it didn't work out. Uh, and what do you do now? I perform at pool parties, believe it or not. Oh, like kids' parties? No, pool parties. Uh, and okay, well, like, uh, what, you do some sort of synchronized thing or mag- magic? No, no, no. Uh, like, well, kind of synchronized. I guess synchronized. Uh, synchronized with synchronicity, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, no, I just, I do performance. Uh, oh, what kind of performance? Uh, I sit on the bottom of the pool and I do, it's, there's not a market for it yet. I'm ahead of the market uh, for, you know, it, wait, so you sit, at, yeah, I sit, at, it's, a, it's a performance art, uh, actually, believe it or not. It hasn't been recognized as such yet. Well, let me tell you what, if Marcel Marcel or whatever, uh, you know, this is the next thing. Oh, you're like a mime? Well, no, I'll do some miming. But I actually don't have, you know, I, that's another art form. I don't have an experience in miming. That's just a, like the closest comparison. I, like, I have a tea party sometimes. Uh, I do different routines at the bottom of the pool. Oh, like sw- like swimming routines. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I just sit at the bottom bottom pool and do stuff. Oh, and people pay you for that? Well, not yet. I, I envision it one day happening, though. You know, like in the movies, in the future, when people are so wealthy, they said that, you know, the, the, so it won't be far. I don't think it's far off. The rest of that stuff is close. It, the only thing missing is a man, uh, but, you know, having a tea party. You know, it's a th- it's going to be a thing one day. Until then, I'll be making a sleep podcast. I think this is probably better for me anyway. So, you know, I'll be less waterlogged. So I'm glad you're here. Give it a few tries. I really want to help you fall asleep. That's why I make the show. That's why I say just give it a try. Give it a few tries if you'd like. No pressure. I'm here to help, but it doesn't work for everybody. I appreciate you trying the show out. And I work very hard. I take this show seriously, as silly as it is, uh, because I've been there, uh, sleepless tossing and turning in the deep, dark night. And I want you to feel less alone. So I'm here to help. Uh, and I really yearn and strive to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to attempt to do the rest. Well, actually, I'm going to do the rest either way. Hopefully, I'm going to attempt it to help you. Uh, and what I'm going to do, what, I get mixed up there, early mix-up. I, I get mixed up. I'm going to do the rest. All you need to do is turn in bed. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place. I'm going to attempt to speak the best I can. Create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Thoughts, feelings, physical sensations... Uh, travel, no, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to try to bring you into a place where you feel safe, where you feel warm and comforted, where you could relax a little and stretch out so you can feel me stretching my shoulders. Uh, I'm not shrugging my shoulders. My shoulders are always uh, like uh, another thing when people tell you about That's another thing with sleep. They say, well, just try closing your eyes. Have you tried that? And you say, listen, bub, I haven't used the word bub in three generations of my family, but I'm bringing, of course, I've tried closing my eyes to go to sleep, 
but that's the kind of thing when somebody sees my posture. They say, have you tried, uh, you know, pulling your shoulders up and back? And I say, well, my shoulders are just fine the way they are. They're, they're in their natural state of, uh, I don't know if it's, can, can you have a remorseful sh- shoulder? Uh, let's see if we can come back to that one. Okay, so I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark. And I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, nonsense, uh, uh, yeah, nonsense. And, you know, they say, well, let's take a look at my spot. But let's take a you know, let's take a, let, we won't take a hard look at my posture. And we won't take a factual look at it, but we'll take, you know, general, we won't do a Freud. I, just, did Freud ever analyze the posture? Has that ever been a way of therapy? You say, well, let me see your posture. Okay. Uh, you know, you should talk to them about that. You And you should tell them about that. Uh, and also pick your shoulders and you say, okay, I'm glad that was our first session because I won't be back after you said pick my shoulders up. But I'm really here to brush the dirt off your shoulders or the dust or whatever's keeping you awake, or at least to help. So if you're new, here's the things to expect. Structurally, how the show works is there's about four minutes of business at the top of the show. And that's what makes it keeping these the show and all the archives free are the sponsors and the and the patrons that support the show. So thanks for sticking through that or taking action on that. Then there's an intro. The intros are about twelve minutes. I think we've been around for four minutes or so. And the intro is a show within a show, a warm up or a cool down, and where you can get ready for bed. You can start to unwind. You could feel your shoulders. You could feel Scoots moving his shoulders. Uh, and I can, I'm like, is, is it, am I moving them clockwise or counterclockwise? Because I've never held a clock like sideways before. So my brain can't, fit. I think they're going, now I'm going to go counterclockwise. It's actually sideways counterclockwise. And yeah, move your shoulders if you want to. Scrunch them and scrunch them. So that's the intro, where I kind of explain how the podcast works. Ideally, you earn your trust, or you realize, uh, well, this is kind of like a, like an illusion of trust or something. What did I say about it? Did I say my shoulders were lonely? I think they are, uh, but I think I said something else. Uh, oh, remorseful shoulder. That might be one of them, and my other one's morose. Uh, remorse and morose. Uh, it's, you can't say that in the same sentence. Uh, so the intro is kind of where you can get ready for bed. You could fall asleep. You could skip over it. Whatever whatever works for you. Uh, but it's where I say, you know, I try to create a, a sense of a place, uh, a place where you could relax uh, and a place where you feel welcome. In a place where you kind of feel appreciated, I guess is the right word, because if you're having trouble falling asleep and if you found your way to this podcast, uh, you know, I'd really give you, I'm, I'm actually giving you a thumbs up right now. Because you say, well, it, it stinks out there when you can't sleep. And I know what it feels like. And, and I hope this podcast can help. And you took a little action to try to help yourself fall asleep. Uh, now, this show doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it can help you. But I appreciate the fact that you're having trouble sleeping. And I, I honestly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Yeah, so that's the intro. Then tonight will be our ongoing, it's a serial, it's a, what is it, it's an episodic series, also presented in a modular format, but it does have a taste of seriality to it. 
Uh, but basically, it would be a nice little bedtime story. Uh, and uh, her main character is a young woman, and she's navigating a theme park where she's the only guest. And, and, and it's very, it's pretty dense. Uh, like kind of like when you cook, when you bake something and you you missed one ingredient, you're not sure which one or timing or something. And you say, oh boy, this is dense. Uh, it's de- dense as is my shoulders. No, that didn't work. Yeah. But so that'll be a story. Uh, we have some thank yous at the end. In between the intro and the story, we have a message from a, ideally from a sponsor. So again, we could keep the show going. So that's what to expect structurally. And then uh, other expectations. Here's the thing. You don't need to listen to me. Clearly, I'm not really qualified for much uh, other than to say, hey, let me try to help you. Uh, And what that kind of means is you can kind of listen. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bae, your boar bud, your boar sib, your boar bestie. However, whatever many bees we decided, I'm boar bestie forever. B-B-F-E-V-A. H, maybe, or an apostrophe. Uh, but I'm here to help. So the story will be rambling and uh, won't be incoherent. Because here's the deal. If you, if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the end for you. Uh, but that kind of also lets you, you can fall asleep whenever you want. You can kind of listen to me and you can kind of let me drift away. Or you could stay engaged if you need some comfort. I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are about an hour, and some people create a playlist or whatever or, or start playing the show when they wake up in the middle of the night because uh, uh, I'm here to, 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 to kind of like keep rambling and keep you company. Uh, so ideally, you know, we'll kind of be walking side by side, and I'll be talking about my shoulders, old, old remorseful. And I'm, I'm questioning my shoulders. I'm saying, which one of you is remorseful? Because we better sit down and have a conversation about this. Like, what do you, what exactly are you, what, what don't I, what do, what don't I know about? I thought I knew you because you're attached to my body. And now you're telling me you're filled with remorse. And I said, is it like, a, into, are you projecting inward or outward? Because, well, let me get talk to the audience and then I'll get back to you. Also, between you and me, listeners, I haven't decided if it's the left one or the right one. Uh, who I'll, you know, that I'll engage with and say, I mean, maybe I should talk, or do you think I should talk to the other shoulder? Because, uh, well, I don't know how to address a shoulder. I've never talked to shoulders before. Here's a big piece of honesty. However many years I've had this body, I don't ever, I'm, I've kissed my shoulders and I've nibbled at my shoulder. I mean, this is big time. I'm exposing myself. This is vulnerability city here. I've patted my shoulders. I've rubbed them. Uh, I've smelled them. Uh, you know, I've given them kisses and said, hmm, how's my shoulders? You know, you know, you do it too. It's okay. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'll take the embarrassment. I've warmed my shoulders. But I've never had, you know, all my days, I've never had a conversation. And actually, I don't even know, other than physically acknowledging acknowledging their existence. Uh, oof, is that, does that mean I haven't, does that mean I'm just starting to live? Uh, oh, boy, I hadn't lived until I engaged with my shoulders. Uh, it, and then, it, so I'm just, I'm just wondering, how do you address a shoulder like the other one? You say, is that, I hear your partner's feeling remorseful. 
And also, or because the shoulders are attached to me, maybe they have the same vocabulary as me. So I say, oh, no, no, that's not remorse you're feeling. You're misusing a word because you're attached to my brain. It's not, you're not morose either. I don't know the word, but I know the feeling you're feeling, shoulder. It may be, okay, I think we're working through this. Uh, it, I, maybe I'm not ready to engage you directly, just through the audience here, shoulder. And I'd say shoulders, you're a team, and we're all a team. I don't know if we're the sum of our parts or the b- bigger than the whole or whatever they say, uh, but I'm going to shrug you. I'm going to be here. Maybe I need to shower you with more than kisses. And the time I nibbled at you, you know, that was just, uh, I was just like, uh, I don't know what I was doing. I think it was nervous nibbling. Uh, but I'm here, and if you need me to slowly... Uh, get to know you so in a way we could have a one-on-one or a two-on-one convo about being remorseful or morose or uh one of those other things like when you're uh you don't want to get out of bed i realize you don't have it i'm sure everybody thinks the life of a shoulder is glamorous uh doing whatever you know being on the side of the arm you got a great view uh, you're, you're within kiss. I mean, think about it. What other part, you know, you're right in the kissing zone. Uh, I mean, self auto, auto shoulder. What do they call that when you kiss your own shoulder? Oh, strange behavior. What are my shoulders as a comedian now? Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, you call it strange. Yeah. Well, you could, that would have been, you should have been your first line, but you won't be being kissed anytime soon. Except when I wonder, you know, I say, get out of the shower. I say, I wonder how that shoulder smells. So maybe you still will will be kissed. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe one day yet. Maybe one day. I don't know. You could keep cracking those jokes at my expense. uh, But I'm here to help uh, shoulders and humans everywhere. And I'll shrug you. I'll rub you. You know, do that rubbing, heating up motion if you're ever chilled. Though I really don't like to expose you unless we're really in some in humidity city. That's the only time I like to let you, you know, other than at home. I mean, clearly, it's like uh, the lately I've had to wear a shirt. I say, well, this is a shirt-free zone here when I'm, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I do like it to get you, get you some air when that humidity, you know, when we're visiting somewhere that's humid. But otherwise, they say, well, just keep you under wraps, uh. I don't know. Maybe that's something else we could talk about. And I gotta get, but I gotta get back to the spot. I mean, I'm, I, I really, uh, I'm sorry I waited this. I sorry I had to come up on a podcast, but it, actually, it always happens. My imaginary friends, and believe it or not, I don't think I've talked to any other body parts except for you know who. So, uh, like, <laughs> so, like, okay, keep it going, shoulders. You're, you're, you're crushing it. Too bad the audience can't hear all this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe this will be a whole new, maybe this is where I get to know my body. Okay, go ahead. That's funny too. Uh, so yeah, like where I say, Hey, how you feeling elbow? Okay. Get, keep my attention on you. You two are like a couple of puppies. Uh, uh anyway, get, get back to the audience. Excuse me. Ooh, I never thought that would happen, but, uh, that, and that's kind of what happens to every podcast for intro if you're new. I see. I mean, this is honest what happens. I sit down and say, okay, got to tell him the structure of the show, make him feel welcome or attempt to. 
uh, you know, address the fact that if you're skeptical, who wouldn't be? Because this, you know, this is a strange idea for a podcast and a strange relationship to enter into. And then explain uh, that the listeners don't need to listen or to fall asleep, that you're here to help and see what else, you know, and then try to make a metaphor for all that. And then usually at the end of uh, 648 of the intros, I say, whew, I didn't expect that to happen. And so I, I guess, yeah, but who knows? You may have just seen a breakthrough. Uh, I don't know if when I do visit the Northern European countries, uh, I don't know. I think I might have got banned from all those institutes and studies, but they still want me back. They say, actually, we didn't run this one set of numbers on this one thing on your uh, amygdala. And, uh, is that a, is that a, is that a self-placed, then they say, is that a self-placed hickey on your, uh, well, no, no, it's not, not self-placed hickey on my shoulder. It's, uh, it's a nibble, we call it, I call it a nibble spot. They say, okay, why don't you come back? We'll fly you back. Uh, okay. Oh, if you're new here. So if you're new, thanks for sticking around. Uh, thanks for trying the podcast. Clearly, I bet you though, maybe, I don't know. Let me know. Do you kiss your own shoulders occasionally? Uh, I mean, their kiss, go ahead and kiss. Is there an international kiss your shoulder day? And that kid, and hey, don't kiss anybody else's shoulders, okay? Just kiss your own. Believe me, it'll be empowering. I'm I'm serious. Uh, kiss your shoulders tomorrow. I mean, maybe you could kiss them now, depending on your comfort level. But, uh, you know, just give it a little peck uh, right on the front. You know, like, it's kind of like kissing someone on the cheek. If you move it here, I'll, I'll try to do it. I just did it. It's not too hard. And you say, hmm, I just, you know, I kissed myself. I kissed a part of me that I deal with every day. And somehow that took my mind off of stuff. I don't know what this podcast is about. If you're new, though, uh, I hope I made you feel welcome. I appreciate you coming by. Give the show a few tries. That's what everyone says to say. It takes two or three tries to understand that it's not quite understandable. And if you don't, if you've never, you know, if you've never nibbled on your shoulders or that's just something you heard about, don't, don't let me know about that. Okay. Uh, just, you know, that's fine. I don't, I'm sure that the European, uh, institutes of the mind or whatever, they'll, you know, they'll have reports about it and then I'll see it in like, uh, you know, I'll see it when the study's released. Uh, but what can I say? I'm glad you're here. I work very hard, and I strive, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe, uh, cozy, welcoming uh, place or comfortable place where you can uh, like I changed it and then I got mixed up where, uh, safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings uh, physical sensations uh, emoting, emoticons uh, who doesn't like who is, who's, raise your hand if you've had enough with, what's the, oh, what's, here's a quick question what's the difference between emoticon and emoji emoji it sounds like it could be a joke in like third grade uh, I don't know what the punchline would be 
Because I don't know the difference between emoticon and emoji. Maybe the emoticons are just owned by, are they like a trademarked uh, or emojis trademarked? Here's a quick question. Another one. Is there any emo emojis? Uh, I don't know if I'd like that, but, uh, it, and if say, people say, what's, well, what's that mean? They say, okay, never mind. Moving on. So this is a podcast, uh, to create a safe, emo and emoji fans. How about a Brian Eno emoji? Eno emoji. Uh, there could be a, well, he knew, like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, like, whatever it is, I'm going to send my, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents, going, going off topic, whether it's right away in the middle of the show, uh, gradually. Uh, if I do it unexpectedly, it'll be gradually. Uh, incoherently, like, uh, you, t- you choose the L-Y and I'll be like, uh, g- g- uh, yeah, <laughs> gobbledy, gobbledy-ly. Uh, well, really why I'm here is to help you fall asleep by taking your mind off of stuff. Uh, uh, like I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones. That's, I think maybe I already said that, uh, well, I'll tell you right up front why I'm a little bit off tonight is because it's, uh, whatever the heck of the day, the day after springing ahead or the morning of springing ahead, it's Sunday, March, whatever, when you hear this, it'll be like, uh, ideally four to six, maybe six weeks from now, maybe. Uh, so hopefully you'll be adjusted or maybe they'll, by then they'll say, well, let's just get rid of that whole spring of time forwarding or whatever. I'd like to be time forwarded. I'd say, just say, hey, tell me when this, when everybody's used to it. Uh, just don't tell me the time. But whatever's keeping me awake, then I'm trying to help. In the structure show, if you're new, thank you for checking this podcast out, by the way. I hope it helps you fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. Yeah, but structurally, show starts with four minutes or so of business. That's how we keep the show, the podcast itself, in uh, all the archives free. Are the regular listeners that either stop the podcast and check that stuff out, or go to sleepingmepodcast.com slash sponsors the next next day? That's how we keep the show going. So thanks for sitting through that. If you're new, then there's an intro which we've begun. And the intros are usually around 12 to 14 to 17 to 11 minutes or so, somewhere in there. And the intro is just a show within a show. Uh, usually I'd call it a warm-up uh, if, 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 there, if I could get any hotter, but uh, more like a cool, I guess it's more like a cool down. It would be a war in the regular world to be like, yes, yeah, so you're warming up. I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm kind of cooling down, cooling off. Uh, and uh, get cooling off so I can go off topic, uh, slowing down. It's a slowdown. I mean, that's really what I do at bedtime is try to do some kind of slowdown. Uh, but the intro is a show within a show where normally I demonstrate, at least say, what qualifies you to make a sleep podcast uh, to take your mind off, you know, to take my mind off stuff. I say, well, let me show you. Let me show you the magic uh, uh, because it's not really like magic. If there's something called rusty magic, I think that's what it is, creaky dulcet tones and rusty magic. Uh, that's what I use. And, uh, you know, faded sleep dust or whatever that uh, the sand person has in their sleep sack. Uh, so, the sh- oh, so the intro is like when you're getting ready for bed, you can play the intro. Or you can play it when you're already in bed. And uh, it just gets people ready for bed. If you want to get your pets used to it, they say, well, this, uh, this is an interesting human. 
hopefully the intro also boosts your self-esteem because you say, hmm, this this person functions in the world is a podcaster. And I say, yeah, that's about the only peg that I found that it may, uh, or the only hole in my peg, the only peg my hole fits in or whatever. Yeah, I think I have a hole and not a peg. I'm a hole in search of a peg. My hole, like, uh, it's, it's like, well, it's kind of oblong, but also octagon, octagon like, uh, it has seven sides, uh, but all of them are uneven. And, uh, yeah. Hello, I was, I was calling uh, the, the creator. I was trying to get info on if I was a hole or a peg, but I was actually in the middle of a podcast intro. Uh, so that's the intro. Then after that, to, on tonight's episode, we'll be talking about Doctor Who in, in a way that you may not even know. Like, uh, ideally, it's just like a bedtime story or a meandering recap, uh, like a bedtime story that's just distracting enough to take your mind off of stuff. And it's run through, like, it run throughs in a way you say, well, that's uh, kind of not, doesn't really resemble Doctor Who. I'd say, well, exactly. It's very calming and soothing. And, and uh, I mean, the Doctor can be very soothing, at least to me. You know, and so Rose can be, and Jack can be, Mickey, Mickey, you know, Mickey's more of like the humor, which can be soothing. But it'll be more like meandering around the plot points. Uh, and making them friendly and, and soft, uh, softening it up, uh, like, a like, a, I don't know, like a, you, you, yeah, for, for bedtime, fluffing the old pillow. And then there's some thank yous at the end. There's also, uh, uh, support in between the intro and the story. And that, so that's a structure show. So that's what you stru- expect structurally. Then there's, uh, what else do you need to know? Oh, well, you don't need to listen to me. You're under no obligation to pay attention to learn anything or, or, you know, there's no takeaways. Uh, there's more like fallaways. Like I, I fall away or driftaways. That's what this podcast comes with. Uh, yeah. We'll have a few driftaways thoughts that drift out away from me and that drifted away from you. Uh, so it's the only podcast you don't need to listen to it, but you can, or you could, uh, but you, there's no shoulds or musts. Uh, and you could turn it down. Or you could listen to it, you could listen to it during the day or while you're studying if you need to, or when you're stressed or you need a distraction at work. Uh, but I'll be here. And the other thing is you're under no pressure to fall asleep because I'm going to be here for about an hour. And I'm here all the way to the end for that uh, sliver of listeners that can't fall asleep. I'll be here for you in the deep, dark night because I'm your friend. I'm your companion. Uh, so, so I'm here to help, uh, but yeah, you're under no pressure of full sleep. Ideally, yeah, it'll be a drift away where we'll be walking side by side or hand in a uh, hand. How about arm in arm? That, that feels, uh, that's actually like a very Hoovian. I think, uh, there's some hand holding and if that's a problem, uh, I probably won't talk about it on doctor who actually, I probably will cover hand holding, uh, cause they have platonic hand holding in there. Or you say subtextually, what does this hand holding mean? Or that's what I'll say during the episode. And I say, whose hand? I, I have never analyzed whose hand. Uh, is that a genetic thing? Like where they say, okay, that's like where you, how you hold hands? Or is that just a. How come? How come uh, I mean, I haven't, like, I don't do a lot of hand holding anyway. I do hand, hand clasping. That's what I'm doing right now. But I say, I never have clammy hands or fidgety hands until the, that big moment. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, so we'll be talking about Doctor Who, then we'll have some thank yous at the end. So you don't need to listen to me. 
Uh, sorry, I had uh, somebody uh, taking a shower upstairs, so I get interrupted. Uh, well, I think I was saying you don't really need to listen to me, but I'm here to help. Uh, and I've been there, but, but like I'm in the discombobulated state of a person who's just uh, sprung ahead for an hour. And, you know, like, uh, like while well, that is like a specific thing, it can also be a broader thing where uh, all of a sudden your sleep pattern gets thrown off. Or, or like me, it's like a Sunday. And this can happen even when you don't get a good night's sleep. It's like, like, the, like the, the probably the hardest time to get tired is like, uh, I think any day of the week is like four or five o'clock. Because uh, you could be at work or even on a Sunday, maybe, maybe a Saturday, it's not too bad. But on Sunday, it's the worst because I say, well, I can't drink any caffeinated beverages because then I'll never get to sleep. Can't take a nap because I'll never get to sleep. And sleep's still a while off and I still got a bunch of stuff I got to get done. And I know it can feel like that at work or, or like especially at work because then you, you got to go home and d- deal with stuff too. And I know what it's like. To, like I don't know if it's lethargy or just being pooped or tired. Uh, you say, man, uh uh, where you don't feel your best. Uh, and if there's any way, I know this podcast doesn't work for everybody, uh, but if there's any way I can help steer you clear of that, even if it's not all the time, it's just uh, occasionally, it would be an honor to do so. Because uh, it's, it's just like uh, you deserve a world uh, th- that you can step fully into. And like I say sometimes in the intros, I, I would love it if you flourish. The world needs you to flourish out there. And you'll water the other plants or whatever, whatever metaphor you want to use. And I don't know, just in general, I guess even if you don't water flowers, they say, well, like if your day's a little bit nicer or if your bedtime's a little bit less gloomy, uh, that's what I'm here for. And mostly just to take your mind off stuff with goofy, my goofy goofing uh, or my short, my short vocabulary is... Uh, yeah, I'm just here, just like a friend in the deep, dark night. Uh, uh, like I say, like uh, just like if you called me up, I'd come over, I'd ramble uh, and stuff. But if it was a real friend, uh, you'd say, well, when are they, when are they going to get out of here? Are they going to leave any crumbs? Uh, am I supposed to like pretend I'm listening? Isn't there a social compact? There is no social compact. I, you know what? In this podcast, I compacted the social compact, and then I composted it. Uh and the, and then you know spread around so we could grow those flowers uh and also my brain like i said i i, uh, I really don't know what time of day it is like if 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 you if you were standing outside you said uh, well i got 25 g scoots if you could tell me within 30 minutes what time of day it is you know I'd give it to you i wouldn't i couldn't tell you if it was 3 or 6:30 right now and then what the what the time was yesterday be like, okay, which I don't know. Is it one thirty? But it's six thirty. I have no clue. And that happens with jet lag or changing work schedules, or you know, sometimes things are just uh, in flux. Uh, uh, so that's what the podcast is. It's uh, here to take your mind off stuff and make bedtime a little bit less rigorous, a little bit less routine. Maybe you just barely smile when you say, uh, like. Uh, Maybe you don't even, maybe you just get to picture, instead of smiling at what I say, you just get like an emoticon, like you get the vision of that. Like I said, my favorite emoticon or emoji is a fox, like a fox-based emojis. I don't know why. Maybe from the game Firefox, I don't know, with hearts in its eyes. And then it doesn't even have to smile. 
Because they say there's a fox with hearts in its eyes. Uh, it's the best. Uh, don't know what I would. I've never had a, a opportunity to use it except in like a goof mode. Because uh, I never. I don't know if I've ever emoted. Uh, I've experienced the feel the feeling of having a fox with hearts in its eyes. Uh, but maybe that's like a, what I'm trying to capture here at bedtime. You say, well. My fox with like maybe not maybe like more clouds in its eyes. So how about that? How about we agree on that? Whether it's an emoji, how about an emoji? We we don't believe, like I don't know if you own emoji and emoticon around here. Around here, these parts we use emojis. But yeah, you'd say, well, that kind of sounds a little bit too close to emodium. And they say, no, no, emoji. Why'd you have to bring that up, Brain? Uh, anyway, I'm here to help. Uh, and if this is for your first few times, like I say, give a few tries. There's no, uh, like, I'm just trying to help. Uh, so test the podcast out. I hope it works for it. It doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but I really, really appreciate you checking the show out. I work very hard, and I strive and I yearn because I want to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest of what I'm going to attempt to, to do is create a safe, soothing place uh, where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, you know, rumination, uh, thinking about the past, present, or future, uh, physical feelings and sensations, emotions, uh, shift work. uh, You might say something about work that rhymes with shift, uh, too. uh, if you're working in a shift, in, you know, uh, like work, different work schedules, different travel schedules, uh, different changes in the routine, weather. It could be anything. I don't know what it is that's keeping you awake, but I'd like to help. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night right to your ears. Because uh, I'm glad you're here. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I've I've made a few. Uh, like like those inward cur- like uh, what do they call those things? Uh, spy- like sp- we've talked. It's been a while since we talked about the spirographs or whatever because you can never remember what they're called. Uh, spirogyros or something. I think there's probably, I think there's a character that hangs out with, uh, I think probably Sonic hangs out with someone named, I can see, I can picture, uh, like a baby dragon with wings named Spyro, but I, I don't know if that's true. I know there's figment. Uh, let's come back to that. I'm going to try to help you fall asleep. Uh, I'm going to try to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. Yeah, I'm here to keep you company in the, in, and be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar cuz, your companion, in the deep dark night, I'm going to walk at your side uh, while you drift off into dreamland or sit across the room, whatever you're comfortable with. Uh, and if you're new, here's the structure show. First four minutes or so are business. Uh, that's how we keep the show in over 650 archived episodes free. Uh, you can look up what's on there at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. But thanks for sitting through that and paying attention, regular listeners. Uh, then there's an intro. Intros are on 12 or 14 minutes. Uh, 
it's a show within a show. A lot of listeners, like, I think it's a good as a part of a wind-down routine. You start playing, you get ready for bed, you start to wind down, you get comfortable, you turn out the lights, you, like, all that stuff. Uh, but it's a monologue where I kind of try to explain what the podcast is, and I go off topic. You know, whether it's a spiro or a gyro in my brain, or a euro, you know, like... Uh, Hopefully I don't have one of those. Hopefully I don't have any of those in my brain. I got them on my brain. So I guess in some sense they're within my, you know, I don't know. Let's not get too existential. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, so, so the intros are on 12 or 14 minutes. A show within a show. A warm-up, a monologue. Something familiar but different every time. Uh, to help you to, to help set the mood for you to go to sleep, to drift off into dreamland. Uh, then we'll have uh, some business between the show and the uh, story. And then we'll have a bedtime story about 40, 45 minutes. And then some thank yous at the end. All told, I'll be here about an hour to keep you company. You know, you could go to straight to the story. You could listen to the intros. Uh, whatever works, uh, I'll be here. And you're under no pressure to listen. And you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, you you can just kick back and relax uh, and not pay attention. You could turn my volume down or you could put a pillow over your speaker or your phone or you could tune in because uh, I'll be here the whole time. So if you can't fall asleep, uh, uh, if that's a regular thing and you're just looking for a friendly voice or you're in traffic or you're dealing with something, I'll be here. Uh, to, to, I'll be here all night. You know, if you need me, you can put me on all night. I'll be here to help. Uh, but at the same time, I'll be here meandering. So you really don't need to pay attention. You could drift off whenever you feel like it. it Make the shows an hour so you have plenty of space uh, to come sweeping in, swooping in for bedtime. I think that's it. So I was thinking about, uh, well, here's the thing. I forget what those things are called. We used to only buy them at garage sales. Uh, but it was a bunch of, like, gears that fit together. I think it was called Spyro, Spirograft or something like that. And you would uh, run a pen through it, and it would make different circles and ovular designs uh, or a pencil you could use. Or uh, I don't think you could use a marker. I don't think the holes were wide enough for markers. Uh, but then I was thinking of uh, baby dragons. So Figment was a baby dragon. Now, these are the nice kind of dragons. Figment was purple and worked with the um, imagination machine, imagination station or something. What was it called? Journey to Imagination. And it was Figment in this bearded man from the 70s who was like the, I think he was the imagination, uh, the conductor of imagination or something. And Figment was, uh, like, uh, I guess, to demonstrate imagination. And Figment was a little bit like a Pillsbury Dough. If you took the Pillsbury Doughboy, just in case you're not familiar, you turned him purple, uh, you know, gave him some horns, a little bit of, a like, a snout, a bigger smile, uh, I think a yellow and red-striped belly, some small wings, a really nice kind of disposition. And that was Figment. I think they retired Figment and then brought Figment back, but I don't know. I don't know who the other person was. Uh, 
like it, like it was just some dude straight out of the seventies. Like he looked like he could have been like in, in uh, like a had a un like a role a non speaking role in the love boat. Uh, uh, just in the background, like like working like the fourth bartender or something. And then I think there's another dragon, Spyro, or something. Here's the thing that I did. This is another distraction because I was going to talk about, uh, you know, baby dragons. And, but then I was thinking, would Spyro, like, who are Sonic? Any, I don't know how many people are familiar with Sonic the Hedgehog. But who do you think Sonic's best friends are? Uh, like, is there somebody named Spyro that hangs with Sonic? I know there's like a... Actually, I don't really know a lot. Of, I know there's Knuckles, but I don't know if Knuckles and Sonic are friends or rivals. And after that, my mind, because the only games I play, um, I think the only one to play is like one where it's a mashup, I think, of Olympics. Uh, and that was for the Wii, where I think you could be Mario characters or Sonic characters. Or maybe this is a dream. Is there a game like Sonic and Mario at the Olympics? I think there is. Uh, if it is, maybe I should go play it right now. Uh, it's really hard, both the Winter Olympics and the Summer Olympic versions. Uh, but I was just wondering. I guess I was hoping my brain would give me an answer. Like, who who would Sonic's best friend? I, I mean, I wouldn't mind being Sonic's friend. Is there a Sonic-based bowling game? Can you imagine if if you that would be fun if you were if you, Sonic was real one, and you were best friends, and Sonic was a little bit of a you know Joker, and this was okay with Sonic, like to show up at bowling alleys and start bowling with Sonic, uh, and then just leave, like see what people do, maybe even show up to to a league night and say. Hey, man, yep, yeah, what's up? I got my new ball. I don't know if it'd be super comfortable for Sonic to be bold, but, uh, I don't know. So maybe it's not a good Sonic. I take all that back. If you're thinking about having a new best friend, who's the, there's a doctor. I don't know if he's in the Sonic games or the Mario games. Uh, like he's, he's like, uh, I don't know his name either. I don't know any of their names. I know Princess, I know Princess Peach, uh, because I like to, I usually like to be Princess Peach uh, in uh, Mario Kart. Then there's, I mean, I know those characters. Yo, there's Yoshi, uh, Wario. I, I like, I, I like when Wario says, "I'm Wario." That makes me laugh so much. Uh, there's Luigi and Waluigi. I don't really know any of the lore behind any of that, though. Maybe I should look into all that stuff. Yeah, maybe maybe that'd be tonight's episode is like investigating some of this like uh, lore and just getting into it and saying what the heck is uh like who is who is Waluigi Waluigi how do you say it what drives who is what's Knuckles uh, so that's the kind of stuff you could expect I guess on the podcast maybe it'll be coming up here on the bedtime story is uh it's a podcast to take your mind off stuff to keep you company a bit ridiculous to be honest. Uh, but it meant to take your mind, like just like a figment uh, was meant to take your mind off of uh, the bearded dude, maybe, or to, like the mind, like to say, hey, like uh, watch figment float around. I don't know. The Spycast is meant here to be your friend, be your distraction. Now, if you're new, it takes a few times to get used to. Most uh, listeners say that if you're skeptical, 
it's totally understandable. Who wouldn't be skeptical about this? Uh, you see, wait, there's a dude that tells bedtime stories, and he just went on a tangent. Uh, he doesn't know that's Dr. Steam, Steam Rash or something. The one with the mustache. Uh, the Dr. Mustache Toast. No, that's like, uh, he thought it would come to me. Yeah, but he doesn't know, he doesn't know, he doesn't even know that Knuckles, blankety, blankety, blank, uh, that Sonic's best friend is Mario. Uh, he didn't play that game. No, I didn't, like, uh, I may find out, though, uh, and then I'll probably forget it. He doesn't know that Waluigi is the, you know, just, there's like, uh, was the, uh, discovered the WA and the periodic table. With uh, isotope 36B, uh, is that why Waluigi does, does does Waluigi have anything to do with dark matter? Uh, what about War? Why how, like uh, why is I think Wario like uh, Wario's in yellow. Anyway, if you're new here, this podcast is meant to be your friend in the deep dark night to take your mind off stuff and distract you as you drift off into dreamland. As I said, give it a few tries. I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you trying this show out, and I work very hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, time, temperature, seasonal changes, you know, seasonal stuff, travel, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off that. I'd like to distract you from it in a way that's just interesting enough to get your attention, but not super engaging. And that's what I mean, like a safe place where you could say, hmm, I could pay a safe, imagine a school. I guess this wouldn't be a very good school, but it'd be a good school to sleep in. Well, I guess it'd be more of a professorial uh, situation or some sort of uh, experimental school that the funding doesn't come through for the second year or quarter run by scoots. Uh, where we say paying 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 attention is optional. There was a Simpsons episode like that uh, where Bart and Lisa got sent to the wrong schools. Yeah, really, like early on. But they say, hey, go ahead and get in, you know, bean bags and all that stuff. Uh, That's my safe place. So this is a podcast where listening is optional. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I've already been on a couple. Uh, tangents, me underwear, me, no, no, not me, my, me underwear is me underwear. Uh, I try to make you feel comfortable, like, and maybe not make you guffaw, uh, but, you know, just fall, I guess, yes, could you, could you just fall or guff? Uh, I guess you'd be, I'm more of a guffer. You'd say, Scoots doesn't make me, you'd say, in in my perfect world, you'd say, uh, Scoots doesn't make me guffaw, but I do get a little bit of a guff out. Uh, and I guess that's good because there was those Billy Guffs, uh, oh, those were Billy Gruff goats or something. 
or something. Let's go back to it. Let me set up new listeners. I'm glad you're here. Trying to create a safe place to help you fall asleep. Uh, let me give you a couple structural things. Show starts with business, about four minutes of business. That's how we keep the show in over 650 archived episodes free. Is uh, Sponsors and the patrons at the top of the show and between the intro and the story. And you can find all that at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. But if you're new, that's not super important. Thanks for sitting through that. Uh, then there's the intro. The intro is around 12 minutes or so of me uh, welcoming the new listeners. Uh, and then so it's a familiar part. You say, hey, welcome to the show. Let me get you uh, set up so you know what's coming. And then I get mixed up usually or distracted by billy goats and what are, what are their names? And is there a word called guff? I mean, I know there is. How about a shirt that says, are you guff enough? Uh, I think waiting for guffman might have a, you know, they might have, a, uh, they might say, well, I doth protest. Oh, so, you, okay, so there's an intro where I ramble for about 12 minutes. Most listeners said it while they're getting ready for bed or while they're just winding down, just getting into bed. And it kind of sets the stage for the rest of the show. Tonight we'll be talking about our, we'll have an episode of our ongoing uh, uh, episodically modular serial series uh, about a girl who lives in a theme park, a very dense uh, and lulling bedtime story. And some, a few listeners just skip ahead to that. Those are usually people, they check out the ads and then skip ahead to the story. Uh, and but some people, some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people listen to the intro over and over again. And some people let the podcast play all night. So there's no real wrong way to listen to the podcast. You don't need to listen, clearly. Oh, structure. Sorry, I was already mixed up. I already went off topic. Uh, so there's an intro, a bedtime story, and some thank yous at the end. And there's ways to support the show sandwiched in there. So that's the structure of the show. But you don't need to listen. Uh, it'd be great if you pay attention at the top of the show, but uh, otherwise you don't need to pay attention. You don't need to pay me any mind. Uh, and you can listen at a low volume. You can adjust the volume. You could put a pillow over your, your phone, or you could put your phone on your nightstand and put a pillow over your head, or use a Bluetooth speaker. That's what I would recommend. Or sleep phones. Uh, so that's... Uh, Oh, so you don't need to listen to me. That's optional. But if you can't sleep, uh, if you need some companionship in the deep, dark night, I'll be here all the way to the end. Because uh, I know there is a percentage of listeners ever since the start of the show uh, that are going to be up all night. And I'm here. I'm here to keep you company, to keep you barely, entert to barely entertained, to give you some guffs. Uh, because I do declare, I do declare I am guff enough uh, Hopefully, I guess I probably should have Googled what guff means. Because uh, I guess you usually say, hey, are you giving me some guff? And I'd say, yeah, oh, I'm giving you guff by the dozens, guffaws, half guffaws, guffaws, half off. Because uh, I don't want to give you any awes. Because uh, it's after the guff, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you can have an incomplete guffaw, that's a guff. Uh, but, I, like, to have an awe... I don't know if you can have an awe without having a guff. You can have a guff without an awe. 
Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. I got to get back to the new listeners. I was trying to explain the. Uh, so this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to. And you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. And I'll be giving it my all. Uh, so you can fall asleep whenever you feel like it. Uh, just like if we were holding hands. If you're comfortable with that imagery, you don't really need to. Uh, we don't need to hold hands. But I'll be here walking at your side. And ideally, you'll slowly drift through my hands or drift off uh, into dreamland. Uh, so that's how the show works. And usually this part of the intro where I try to make a metaphor for how the podcast works. And part of it is, yeah, like maybe like something like pre-humor. They say, what's kind of like humor? Uh, it's like maybe Scoots has some of the energy of jokes, uh, like the raw material. He just doesn't know what to do with it. He's kind of sitting in, you know, like rare earth minerals. He's got, uh, I wouldn't say the rare humor minerals, uh, but he does have some, you know, basic humor constructs. Is They're just all over the place. And yeah, I'd say in the hands of someone more deft, uh, you they would be handing out guffaws. But I'm just here to hand out guffs. And I still am confused, so I do need to take a few minutes to analyze these words. Uh, so there's guffaw, then there's guff. Then I think my grandparents' grandparents would say, uh, if you were if you were like uh, if you had an attitude, they would say save the guff for somebody else. I think I can hear that, but I hear a lot of things that aren't you know necessarily exist at all. And then there was the billy goats, uh, and I guess those were the billy goats gruff. They weren't the billy goats guff. Uh, like, they were the billy goats gruff, which I think, like, uh, here's, and I'm not trying to do this intentionally, like scruff. I, I picture billy goats with scruff, like, uh, like kind of like half beards. Uh, so what makes them gruff? Because uh, uh, does that mean, and I'm not, I guess, I'm, I mean, I'll look it up later. But what it made them gruff, like they they uh, they all went over a bridge, and uh, that's all. I, that's all. I, I mean, I remember the other stuff that happened with the, bri the bridge tender who said, "Well, hey, how about this or how about that? Who's tra traipsing around? I just painted this bridge." Uh, and we all know how that story went. <laughs> Some of us, uh, but <laughs> one of us maybe not. Uh, so those were the Billy Goats gruff. Uh, as opposed to, as, and then there's the grandparents that maybe at some point in the last 300 years said guff. Uh, I think that's a thing. I will look it up when I'm done. But I'm saying, I'm trying, oh boy, I guess I lost, you know, ideally I lost you somewhere along there as I try to follow these thoughts. But it, like, yeah, humor like stuff, guff. Uh, and I, I told, I think there was a movie that I used to watch a long time ago called Tough Enough, maybe. But I've looked, I've Googled it, and I said, no, that's not the same movie. Uh, but, you know, I have the guff stuff. Uh, what did I say before? I'm going to bring the guff. I don't think I said, I do. I try to bring the guff. I buckets of gr guff. Uh, my voice is gruff. I, I mean, I don't even know what gruff means, but I would say these are creaky dulcet gruffy tones. Yeah, they're gruffy. The bits is now he's not stuffy. He's more gruffy. Also, that was my favorite Muppet that only appeared on one episode of the Muppet Show. It was Gruffy, Gruffy the puppy. Yeah, he worked for Rolf uh, for a little while.
Rolf was a piano player, am I correct? Uh, yeah, Gruffy. He was like Rolf's cousin, and his job was to shine the keys of the piano. And uh, Gruffy the puppy. Only one episode. It was a cool, I think it was like the Muppets uh, episode 47, uh, the lost episode, only available on the Muppet tapes, uh, which were downloaded directly into my brain. And unfortunately, they're not even available on eBay because uh, uh, they're kind of <laughs> surrounded by guffy stuff. Uh, so anyway, if you're new here, I would posit that that was a pretty dense non uh I don't know if that was a non sequitur, but it was nonsense, uh, nonsensitor. So making up words now nonstop. Anyway, I, I, hopefully I took your mind off stuff. Uh, this is a podcast to help you to keep you company and to, to distract you as you drift off into sleep. It's a little bit different than most things, a little bit silly, a little bit strange, but I really want to help. I've been there, sleepless in the deep, dark night. I, last night, oof. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I had multiple distractions going on and I kept waking up and I don't think I had any trouble initially falling asleep, but yeah. And, and the thing is, I know what it's like, uh, and I feel for you and I may not know exactly why you can't get a good night's sleep, but I really, truly wholeheartedly believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I believe the world will be a better place if you're rested and out there flourishing in it. Uh, so I'm here to help. Now, it doesn't help everybody. Give it a few, two or three tries, uh, three or four tries if needed, and see what, see if it works. Uh, it's uh, no pressure. Uh, test it out and see what happens. No expectations, but I hope it helps. Uh, I work very hard. I yearn and I strive because I want to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by.